ഹമദുഹുനസ്തീനുഹുനസ്തഫിറുഹുനാഹുലാഹിമിഷുറൂരിയംഫുസിനാവനിസ്തയാത്യാമാനിനാ يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدى هدى محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار وانما توعدون لات وما انتم بمعجزين الله اسم وي برايز وي برايز هيم وي ثانك هيم And we seek refuge in Him from the evil of our own souls and the evil of our actions. Whomsoever He guides, none can misguide Him. And whomsoever He leaves astray, none can guide to the truth. And I bear witness that there is no one worthy of worship but Allah alone and that Muhammad wasallam is His slave and messenger. O you who believe, be mindful of Allah as He should be minded and do not die except as Muslims. O mankind, be mindful of your Lord who created you from one soul, and from that soul its mate, and, spread, and from those two spread many men and many women. And be mindful of the wombs that bore you. And be mindful of those you ask your rights from, for indeed Allah is ever watchful over you. O you who believe, be mindful of Allah and speak the truth. He will guide you to righteous deeds and forgive you of your sins, and whomsoever obeys Allah and His Messenger has achieved peace. the greatest achievement the best of speech is allah's speech and the best of guidance is muhammad's guidance sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the worst of affairs are those newly introduced and everything newly introduced in faith is an innovation and every innovation goes astray and everything which goes astray leads to the hellfire and that which was promised will come to pass and there is nothing that can be done to prevent it allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says encouraging encouraging us to ponder over the messages that we face in life faqsus al-qasasa la'allahum yatafakkarun ordering the prophet alayhi salatu wassalam inform them tell them of the parables or the stories tell them stories so that they might ponder over them so today in this khutbah i want to preface today's lesson that we'll talk about with a story that inshallah ta'ala will allow you to understand a greater message that's ever important for us in our lives it said that a long time ago there existed an emperor who was without son or daughter and so he was unable to pass on his kingdom to an heir seeing this all of his wuzara all of his ministers and his attendees they all hoped to be, to be the one 
that would be given dominion and rulership after he passed away. He, however, decided to do something different. He said, I'm going to have a contest. We're going to call all of the young people of my kingdom to the castle on Friday. And whichever of them wins the contest, they will be the ruler after I die. I will choose which one of them wins. So they called all of the children. And as he made this announcement to all of the children, they and their parents were overjoyed with the possibility of ruling over an expansive empire that this emperor had built. Gaining all of his wealth, all of his dominion and all of his power by simply winning a contest. The emperor then said, what I'm going to do for each of you today and he walked to the children as they stood in line one by one. He said, I'm going to give each and every one of you a simple seed. And he placed a seed in their hands. And he said, I want you to take this seed home and plant it. And water it and care for it. And after one year, on this same day, one year from now, you need to return to my castle so that I can judge between those things or those trees, or bushes, or plants that you have grown. One child that was there, his name was Ling, he took his seed, and he went home, and like all of the other children, he planted it, and he watered it carefully. Every single day, checking for the moisture of the soil, making sure that he put enough water, making sure that it had sunlight, but as time passed and he played on the playground with his friends, his friends would tell him, well, my plant has grown to seven inches. Mine is now a foot. Mine's a flourishing bush. Mine is bearing fruit. And as weeks and weeks went by, Ling noticed that his seed did nothing. He went home and he complained to his mother. And he said, it doesn't seem that anything is happening. I must be a failure. His mother said, you're not a failure. You were trusted with one thing. And that was to plant the seed and wait for it to grow. And it hasn't grown yet. So be sure that you'll be rewarded for what you do. As the year went by, everyone kept bragging and boasting about the seeds that they had grown. Finally, the Friday had come where they were to go and present what they had grown to the emperor. Ling told his mother, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to embarrass myself by bringing an empty pot in front of the emperor. When everyone that I know has grown bushes and trees and flowers and plants and things that are bearing fruit. Whereas myself, I haven't done anything. I must have killed the seed. I must not have cared for it properly. But she insisted. She said, I want you to take your pot and go down there and stand in line and present what you've done because you have done something. 
as he entered into the great hall, all of the children were told to stand in line. And so he positioned himself far in the back, as far as he could be from the emperor to see him. And every child was to place their pot on the floor, and the emperor would walk by and judge their plant. As he placed his pot on the floor, a few of the kids whispered to him, Ha, nice try. He felt ashamed of himself for coming there with what he thought was an empty pot. The emperor walked in and he said, These are amazing plants, amazing flowers, amazing fruit, amazing bushes. And today, one of you will be appointed the next emperor. And as he walked up and down the aisle, praising the children for what they and their parents had loved and carried into the great hall, he noticed little Ling at the very end of the line, there with nothing but an empty pot. He told his guards, bring me that boy and bring him to the front. Ling was terrified. He thought he had gotten in trouble. He thought that he had done something wrong and that maybe he'd even lose his life. So the guards came to him and ordered him, move to the front and carry your pot with you. As he came to the front, the emperor said to him, boy, what is your name? He said, my name is Ling. When he said that, all of the children laughed. And he was terrified. The emperor then turned to everyone and motioned for them to quiet down. And he said, Behold your new emperor. His name is Ling. He couldn't believe it. Ling failed to grow his seed. He couldn't understand why what he planted didn't grow and everyone else had planted things that were amazing and beautiful and appeared to be something of worth. The emperor then said one year ago, I placed in the hand of each and every one of you a seed. But what you didn't know was that I boiled the seeds before I gave them to you. And so it was impossible for any of your seeds to grow. And the only one of you that planted and did what he was to do was little Lin here. So you must have substituted the seeds yourself or someone substituted it for you. But Ling here was courageous enough and honest enough to bring me the pot with my seed in it. All hail the emperor. Yahya ibn Mu'adh, one of the pious predecessors of the past, he said, Al-Qulubu kal-Qudur. Hearts are like pots. Tadri bima fiha. They boil up with what is in them. And our tongues are the ladles of those hearts. It's what we scoop out of our heart with. Just like we take a ladle and we scoop soup out of a pot, our tongues scoop out what is in our hearts. فَانْظُرْ إِلَى الرَّجُلْ حِينَ يَتَكَلَّمْ فَإِنَّ لِسَانَهُ يَغْتَرِفُ لَكَ بِمَا Look at a man and see what he says, the type of things that he says. 
And you can tell what his tongue is pulling out of his heart. Hulun, aw hamad, milhun, aw ujaj. It's going to be sweet or bitter, salty or potable. وَيُبَيِّنُ لَكَ طَعْمَ قَلْبِهِ بِغْتِرَافِ لِسَانِهِ You will know the taste of his heart from the taste of his tongue. You will know what is in that heart by what is on that person's tongue. In the hadith of Anas رضي الله تعالى عنه the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said لا يستقيم إيمان العبد حتى يستقيم the iman, the faith of a slave of Allah will not become upright until his heart is upright. And his heart will not be upright until his tongue is upright. The Prophet ﷺ was asked, مَا أَكْثَرْ مَا يُدْخِلُ النَّاسَ النَّارِ قَالَ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ in the hadith narrated by Tirmidhi that the Prophet ﷺ was asked what will enter most people into the hellfire he ﷺ said the mouth and the private parts so it's amazing to see how many of us fool ourselves by thinking that the things that we say and the things that we do that we are planting what seems to be to people the most amazing life, the most amazing actions, the most amazing deeds. But in reality, we're not only fooling the people, but we're fooling ourselves by not being honest with who we are and what is in our heart. If we're scooping out to the people a false life, false pretenses, Lying, telling them things which are not true. What truly is it that's being held in our heart? It's amazing that we find in our community people who will be adamant to make sure that they don't eat something which is haram. That they don't wrong someone physically. That they don't commit zina. That they don't steal from others. That they don't drink alcohol. That they don't look at what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forbidden. However, those same people find it extremely difficult to slow the action of their tongue. And not allow their tongue to slice apart the lives of others like a sword. You can find some of us who we point at as being the most pious and religious. But yet... When you talk to them, their tongues cut sharper than razors. We can say one word that we don't realize will throw us into the depths of the hellfire. As the Prophet ﷺ, he said, إِنَّ الْعَبْدَ لَا يَتَكَلَّمُ بِكَلِمَةٍ لَا يُلْقِي لَهَا بَالًا يَهْوِي بِهَا فِي نَارِ جَهَنَّمَ سَلْعِينَ خَرِيفًا that the slave will say a word, he won't even think much of it. And he will fall into the pits of hell for 70 autumns. Mu'ad radiallahu ta'ala anhu came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he said, 
ما هو العمل الذي يدخلني الجنة ويباعدني عن النار what is the, the action that I can do that will enter me into Jannah and take me far away from the hellfire the Prophet ﷺ then told Mu'adh of what the pinnacle of this affair of Islam was what the pole of this of this of, of Islam was and then he said to him shall I not tell you how to control all of these things that I've just told you all of the deeds and the, the righteousness that I've told you about shall I not tell you of how to control all of this he said of course O Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the Prophet ﷺ then stuck out his tongue and grabbed it with his own two fingers and he said control this control this Mu'ad was amazed he said, Ya Rasulullah, wa inna la mu'akhaduna bima tatakallam bihi al-sinatuna? Will we really be taken to account for what our tongues say? The Prophet ﷺ looked at him and he said, Sakilatka ummuka ya Mu'ad. May your mother bereave you. This is a statement of amazement for the Arabs. Like they say, Qatilaka Allah, may God fight you. I'm amazed at what you're saying. Sakilatka ummuka. May your mother bereave you. How, how would you say something like this? May your mother bereave you, O Mu'ad. وَهَلْ يُكُبُّ النَّاسَ عَلَى وُجُوهِهِمْ أَوْ قَالَ عَلَى مَنَاخِيهِمْ فِي نَارِ جَهَنَّمَ إِلَّا حَصَائِدُ أَلْسِنَتِهِمْ And will people not be thrown on their faces? And in another narration, will they not be thrown on their snouts into the hellfire except because of the harvest? of their tongue. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant each and every one of us a good harvest of our tongue that shows us the goodness of our hearts. Aqulu ma tasma'un wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa risa'ala al-muslimina min kulli dhanb fastaghfiruhu innahu huwal ghafoorul rahim. الحمد لله وحده الصلاة والسلام على من لا نبي بعده وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن اتبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين Let each and every one of us ask ourselves when we leave here today What is it that our tongue reaps for us? And what are the, plant, the seeds that we plant? If we plant honesty If you plant honesty you will reap trust. If you plant humility, you will reap status with Allah and with the people. If you plant goodness, then you will reap greatness. If you plant good nutrition, you will plant, you will reap good health. In the Muslim of Imam Ahmed, from Abdullah ibn Amr ibn al-As radiallahu anhumah, that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Arba'un, Four things. If you have them, you should never be worried about anything of this world that you miss out on. He said, 
Four things, if you have them, you should never be worried about anything you miss out on in this life. Protecting your trusts. Being truthful when you speak. Having good character with others. And being moderate when you eat. If you plant perseverance, you will reap victory. If you plant consideration of others, you will reap harmony with them. If you plant hard work, you will reap success. Abu Ya'la narrates in his Musnad that the Prophet ﷺ said, At-ta'anni min Allah wa la'ajalatu min ash-shaytan wa ma ahadun akthara min Allahi ma'adir wa ma ahadun akthara ma'adira min Allah wa ma min shaytan ahabba ila Allahi the Prophet ﷺ said that patience is from Allah and haste is from shaitan. And there's no one who gives more excuses than Allah and there's nothing more beloved to Allah than forbearance. That means not just patience, a different level of patience. If you plant forgiveness of others, then you will, t- you will reap reconciliation. If you plant openness, you will reap intimacy. If you plant patience, then you will reap improvement. And if you plant faith, then you will reap miracles. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَئِنْ أَذَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ مِنَّا رَحْمَةً ثُمَّ نَزَعْنَاهَا مِنْهُ إِنَّهُ لَيَأُوسٌ كَفُورٌ وَلَئِنْ أَذَقْنَاهُ نَعْمَاءَ بَعْدَ ضَرَّاءَ مَسَّتْهُ لَيَقُولَنَّ ذَهَبَ السَّيِّئَاتُ عَنِّي and if we make man taste some mercy from us and then strip it away, he wallows in ingratitude. And if we make him taste blessing after adversity, after adversity touches him, he says, I am free from mistakes. Indeed, he is pridefully full of himself. Except for those, except for those who have patience and do good deeds, for indeed they will have forgiveness and great reward. May Allah make us from amongst those that have patience and good deeds. Allah, forgive us of our sins and our transgressions in our affairs and make our feet firm, O Lord of the world. O Lord of the world. Allah, maktub lana sidq, ya Rabbil Alameen. Allah, maktub lana sidq fi qulubina, ya Rabbil Alameen. Allah, maktub lana sidq fi qulubina, ya Rabbil Alameen. Walhirhu ala al-sinatina wa a'amalina, ya Rahimu, ya Wadud. O Allah, write for us truthfulness in our hearts. O Allah, write for, write for us truthfulness in our hearts. O Allah, write for, write for us truthfulness in our hearts and bring it about on our tongues and in our actions. O most loving, O most merciful. Ibadullah, inna Allah ya'mur bil adili wal ihsani wa ita'i bil qurba wa yanha an al fahsha'i wal munkari wal baghi ya'idukum la'allakum tadakkaroon. Udhkuru Allah al-aziz al-jalila yadhkurkum wa shkuruhu ala ni'amihi yazidkum wa ladhikru Allahi akbar wallahu ya'namu ma tasna'oon wa aqim as-salam. الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول